What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wrestling Informer. I'm Kev. I'm from the Lingus Mafia podcast. I am along with the madman across the water. That is Mr. Billy Body. What's happening, Billy Boy? Hey, sorry. Hold on. I'm getting a call from Sean Ross Sapp. Oh, what, what's Hello? breaking news? Ooh, yeah. We're in on this, folks. Breaking news. Whoa, okay. All right. Scott Hall's still dead. Oh, it's my God. Sean Ross Sapp. Wow. He's, he just, did he confirm that? Did he call he's WWE to make that sure? He's, that he's still dead. Yeah. It's. I don't, I don't trust it unless it comes from Sean Ross Sapp. I can't. I mean, this is not even something that's made up. He actually tweeted out after, after WWE had the graphic on television saying, rest in peace, the years that he died, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, oh, whatever. Oh. Right, before we attack him, let me cut him off. Yeah, go on. No. Yeah, go on. <laughs> and then he actually tweets, I contacted WWE. I can confirm this. <laughs> Holy God, I mean, does he just have to say, I need something out on the air, and I just have to have something, so why not do this? I have to get this story, yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing, like, I I, I think that we really are in his head now, because he's constantly harassing Disco, uh, because he was stealing my stories for such a long time, and now we're on his Patreon, and I was looking to do the same, but it's so bad. Like, there's nothing that I would take from him other mm -hmm. than those um, the run the run orders, which I don't bother getting mm -hmm. uh, because I feel that I've spoken on there before about sort of the process and getting stories about how you know you contact one guy one week and another guy another week, and mm -hmm. you don't want to try to hit up too many people because some of these relationships are formulated off the back of me doing favors for people over the years. And with me not being as heavily involved in the entertainment industry or the, the nightlife industry in terms of being able to um, introduce people to women or introduce people to things they may wanna, might want to do to enhance their entertainment or to get them in and out of places without me providing like the services that I used to. And even with like people's betting accounts becoming more restricted. So... I always feel that everything's a give and take situation. Like if, if somebody's constantly asking you for favors and you don't do anything in return, yeah. I mean, I do have friends like that. I have friends that I'm constantly doing stuff for and all they do, all I expect from them is for them to turn up to things on time or just turn up to things at all and not be so unreliable. But I still like maintain those friendships because I feel once you get past a certain age, you're not dropping your friends. Like you're, you're used to the shit that you have to deal with, with them. Yeah. And you're just going to like stick it out with this, the group of friends you have after, after 30, I think you're just going to stick with, and you're going to be quite forgiving to people. That's why me and Nick can have insane arguments and, and it, it doesn't really <laughs> stick. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, but I don't like to be that. I don't like to be that guy. So I like to spread out the, the people that I go to, um, so I don't, I don't ask for people to run sheet and Sap's pretty good at those. So, cause he obviously, um, gets them directly from WWE. So I just, they probably feel it. If they give it to him, um, people may watch the, the type of fans that he has may actually watch it based on knowing what's going to happen. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I do, I do take that shit off, off his site and put it and put it onto my site. Just to just to wind him up, just so that he can go insane and and go to disco and go, 
oh, why do you have him on your show? He's such a terrible person. He tries to, quote-unquote, cancel everybody that he doesn't like. It's like, if he doesn't like it, no one is allowed to have it. And it's like, it's that old, the old uh, words of, turn the channel if you don't like it. Turn it off if you don't like it. Now it's, I don't like it, no one's allowed. The funniest thing about it is that Disco just triggers him back by saying, but he's right all the time. So how can you say that? Like, how can you say the guy's full of shit? And Conan, he's like, even he's 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 wired completely differently because when he sees this guy's getting so triggered, and it doesn't matter to him if I'm right or wrong, he feels that like we're doing something right if we're triggering all these people. Yeah. <laughs> like Conan, Conan enjoys that this guy is is so wound up by me. But I mean, that was borderline the most ridiculous tweet. I've ever seen like from, from somebody who does this where he turned around and went, okay, you, you can, you can, the, the rumors can be going around or whatever. And it can be like, you know, expat can say it and yeah. Kevin Nash can say it. That was all, that already happened. Yeah. The Kevin Nash thing. Right. And then you can turn around and go, Oh, I can confirm it. And then you're, you can already sort of turn around and go, well, his best friend already yeah. said it. Yeah. Right? Even that's and, bad. Yeah. But, but you can still forgive that. When it's on WWE TV <laughs> and 15 minutes later you come on and go, I can confirm God. he is dead. It's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> like, it's the WWE. So, like, well, I wanted to bring up how we kind of were ahead of it. Now, I'll take blame for what I had said to you where when you posted it because I, I worded it badly and I should have just showed you the, the uh, message that I got. Um, mm-hmm. Once upon a time when Daphne died, I got a message from, now, now follow this trail. I know a guy who knows a girl that knows all of them and he's good friends with the girl. The girl will always tell him stuff and it's all on the down low, this and that. So... He messaged me the first time when the Daphne thing happened, and he had told me details of they're banging on her door. They're trying to get into her window, climb the place to get in. They found her yeah, dead. Yeah, I, I was, all I was telling all this to Russo as you were telling yes, me as well. because you're like, how do you know? How do you know? So, And I get not wanting to, quote-unquote, jump the gun when it's that kind of stuff because some it's death. Okay, so... Now, this next time, and we're on way different time differences, California, England. And so I get the same message now from the guy. He shows me screenshots of the girl. And she had said, I talked to Kevin Nash. She said also that uh, she said, word for word, Scott is gone. They're just waiting for the family to come to unplug. So it was known... Before Kevin, like it was nearly exact words that Kevin Nash posted later on. So hearing that first, I just messaged you and I said, Scott's dead. That's it. And then <laughs> then they pulled the plug and he kept on going for a while. But it was, that's what was told to me ahead of time was that they were calling it and they were just waiting for family to come to do that. And that's always a tricky thing. Like I let you know the information and I go, do what you want because who knows with, you know, God forbid. And you, I actually was hoping it would be wrong eventually, you know, and Scott make a full recovery because he's one of my favorites. I, I, I absolutely I love the guy to death. I got an interesting uh, story about him, which I'll tell in a minute. I did say on K100 that I would say, but uh, 
from my perspective, that I didn't just get that from you. I didn't report it based on just what you said this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I woke up to your text, yeah, and also information that um, that the the tribute was on the raw run sheet oh. and where it was going to be. So it was like, okay, so they, they it was they, a man uh, of the waiting game at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that the, the, they expect that they're going to have this segment on the show. Um, and it'd be very, very unlikely that this is not announced by the time Raw comes along. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I knew that it was there was a tribute on the show. So, in terms of my interactions with with Scott Holt, first, this is a long one. So, do you have anything that you want to? Uh, no, on? I've only had uh, a couple on Twitter, which was pretty funny because. But I, have you I met see... him before? What's that? You've not met Scott Holt. Um, no, not like, like spoke to him or anything like that. We, we, uh, sent him money for a hip surgery, uh, back when he was doing a GoFundMe and it was like, uh, we sent money and then he'd sign something to us and send us back a picture for donating. Um, but otherwise it was, uh, he tweeted back to us when I did a YouTube show and I was wearing the, the yellow Razor Ramon shirt and he said, sweet Razor Ramon shirt. And then the other time, which was the real funny one was, because we know the kind of personality he has just through Twitter and all those kind of things where he's into the women and all that. So I sent him an F. Mary kill. And I said, here's an F. Mary kill for you. What do you think? And, you know, you never really get a response. He actually responded and said, I have to see these people. So how about I just kill you instead? Which I, I really enjoyed that one. Because I'm like, what's he going to do? Answer this and they're going to see who he would rather F and kill and all this stuff. So... Uh, that was his reply to it. That was my interaction. Yeah, so you know my story, but uh, Great I'll, story. I'll, brief, I'll briefly run through it here. So we were at WrestleMania 31, which is here. in Cab's neighborhood, <laughs> yeah, which I, I didn't know you at the time. No, no. You, you, were just a, you were just a fanboy of the Steel Oh, I just wished and wished. Trying to get on the podcast. I used to, to put the phone podcast. under my pillow and play it at night, Billy. put my. <laughs> and then when Derek came on... Like that, I went to sleep. Perfect. Perfect time for sleeping under your pillow, right? Do you know what's crazy like about this? Because the way I met Cav was because Cav did something. I was on a podcast called Steel Cage. And Cav, I believe, had Derek on as a guest Mm -hmm. and asked for me. And Derek came back to me. He was like, hey, I'm just telling you this because the guy asked me to ask you. But uh, you don't want to go on the show. Uh, he, he goes, this guy asked, I did this show and this guy asked you as well, I guess, but don't bother going on. It's a waste of your time. Meanwhile, he was, he was, he, I, I should replay that show, Billy, because all like, he was well, doing was jerking was like, off to Lana. He? He, goes, he's just, he goes, he's just a fan of the podcast with his own podcast. That's, that's, that was his description of you. So, <laughs> Don't look behind the curtain to see the real mastermind. That's what he didn't want you to do. But anyway, I still did your show. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, so I did I did I did. Um, what, how no, I was in your town. Let's get back to where we at. I was in your town for WrestleMania, but I didn't know you. Um, so I was on FaceTime with my girlfriend at the time, and Hall, Scott Hall was behind me. I was just waiting for her to get off the phone, you know, like so I could go and get the photo or whatever. Or and there was Sting as well, like Sting, Scott Hall, Bret Hart. They're all like behind me. It's like the old these old guys navigating behind me. I ended up getting pictures with all of them, but um, she was on the phone at the time. Scott Hall was closest to me and um, he could overhear me going. I was like, it's fucking, I can't believe it's fucking $90 to like get back a taxi from here. And it was like a million miles from the airport. This, this, this WrestleMania. Uh, and I don't know if you recall because it's obviously you live there so. from the airport. 
Dude, it was $90. I think that's even worse. That's why it's crazy, I think, because it's not that far. And you're right. <laughs> you're paying that much to go, yeah. Yes. Well, maybe maybe because where the WWE was staying. I well, let me on this photo. I'll, I'll look. There, I'll uh, look it up. I'll look the miles. So difference. they were staying. They were. They was. We were staying at Plaza de Caesar Chavez Park. Okay. Where's that? That's the hotel. That's yeah. Well, that's it's just downtown. Hotel, San, downtown San Jose. That's the address of the hotel. Okay. Um, I forget what the hotel was. Um, so so I, I I'm staying there and Scott Hall. Um, over here, Zay, he goes, um, he goes, he goes, that, I goes, can I have a picture, please? He goes, yeah, he goes, is that your, he goes, is that your girl? I was like, yeah, he goes, oh, you're not some, you're not, you're not some ordinary mark. I was like, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not one of those. I have a girlfriend. So, Don't by the way, you want to know how far it is and how many minutes yeah. it takes? Uh, 4.2 miles, seven minutes. And they no charge way. you $90. No, nah, that's not right. Which that's airport? Right. You going to San Francisco or are you going to San Jose airport? You got to be know. going to San Francisco. San Francisco yeah, makes sense. Know. That's forty-five minutes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we okay. won't be going to San Jose Airport. Okay. Yeah, because they're, they're not going to have a flight directly no. to England. No. no. Okay, that right. makes sense then. I'm like, geez, okay. it's down the block. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, he so he goes, oh, you're not you're not some ordinary Mark. I was like, no, 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 I'm not one of those. I, I've got <laughs> girlfriend and, and I've got and I've got and I've got some. Smell goes, my oh, fingers. Right. Goes, I'm not one of them. Yeah. And he goes, uh, we goes, where are you going? San Francisco? I went, yeah. He goes, oh, it's rough. He goes, he goes, yeah, it's a hundred, it's a hundred bucks, right? I goes, yeah. Well, this guy's wants night. He goes, he goes, he goes, he goes. If you're not a mark, if you're not a mark, I'll jump in with you. <laughs> he goes, but he goes, I don't want to get cab with you. And like, and you start like, and we start up some mark shit in in the car. I was like, nah. I was like, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not one of those. He goes, cool. He goes, uh, let me Little just get myself know. sorted out. And just say goodbye to a couple of guys. So he was saying like goodbye to the guys, and I was just rolling up behind him and going, "Yeah, can I get a picture? Oh, <laughs> yeah, can I get? A yeah, I'm with, I'm with Scott. I'm with Scott now. Can I get a picture? Um, hey, like, bro, none picture. of that Mark I shit. First, so like, this is it. <laughs> okay, there you go. Look at you all totally with the hair back too. That's how you'd look with short hair, I guess, huh? So um, we ended up getting in the in the cab, like, and I didn't be. I wasn't the one who said anything about wrestling. So he was he was the first one to go. So what do you think of the show? Mm -hmm. And we ended up getting on to like his bit. I remember him saying like, I couldn't believe Sting was losing. I goes and I'm like close to with like Triple H, but I even went up to Sting was like, bro, come on, you gotta like say something. How can you not be going over or whatever? So he was, he was telling me that he went up to Sting and even said like, you know, you gotta say something. And then he was talking about like the the Roman thing, and he was just saying like, oh, the guy's got. To, He's got to turn heel, and then he's got to go back. Like, yeah. That's the only way it'll work. He goes, to keep trying and trying, and it's not going to work out. And these are the main wrestling conversations I remember. Um, I also remember moving on to stuff like gambling, mm. uh, what my girlfriend did, telling him about Babe Station, like, you know, the phone sex channels and all that, sure. and showing him it, like, on the porn hub on my phone. He was going, oh, that's wild, and all this shit. So he knew I wasn't, like, the average mark because it didn't even, like, the conversation didn't even go that way. So once I told him about the betting stuff, he's like, seriously, you can bet on wrestling? You can bet on wrestling? I was like, yeah. So he goes, oh, let me follow you on Twitter. So I was like, yeah. So I get the follow from Scott Hall. I come out, obviously, I'm no selling this shit, but I come off like the plane. I call the steel cage guys. I was like, you ain't going to fucking believe like what happened. Yeah. And this is in a group chat. I leave like a voice note in there. And I was like, I'll talk more about it on the show. Because you're the same as me where 
you don't want to give away the whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Talk wanna, about it on the show. You want to only talk about, like, even now, me and you have had this conversation, but I like to go in, like, fresh and just say something once and get an honest reaction yeah. from people. So I gave him, like, a minute of me being in the cab with Scott Hall. Dude, by the time I landed, these fucking idiots, one in particular, it wasn't from a steel cage account. You know what idiot it was because it's the one that we hate. Yeah. Derek Montier. Yeah. You can, you can go and, you can go and like Google this sociopath. He has actually has a, um, <laughs> the capacity to, if as soon as you look, um, as soon as you, uh, what is it he does? As soon as his name comes up, as soon as you type. Oh yeah. Name, he has one of those Google alert things to where if you actually type his name anywhere, it will alert him that his name has been mentioned somewhere because I've been blocked and all that stuff. And he, you know, we have a history of, you know, hating each other because of nothing. Um, but if you tweet him with just saying his name, even though he is not tagged, he will always get the mention, which is the funniest thing because he blocks you so he doesn't have to hear you talk trash. But if you just say his name, he will get it anyway. So that's always fun. So bear it in mind, bear it in mind, I've said nothing to these guys like, oh, he's coming on the show and everything. Because yeah. remember, when I got in that cab, he said to me, no mark shit. He mm -hmm. goes, no mark shit, right? Yeah. So obviously me being on a wrestling podcast never came up. I was like the guy who works on the sports gambling podcast only with an actual girlfriend. Like, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I'm the guy with a hot girlfriend who works on a gambling podcast. I'm cool. And he's going to <laughs> get in a cab with me and follow me on Twitter so he can find out about how to gamble on wrestling. Yeah. That's how we left it, right? That was my relationship with Scott Hall after that 45-minute cab ride. Seven minutes. No way. It's 45 <laughs> minutes. Um, so... Um, so we get up there, and I see a fucking tweet, and it says, hey, Scott, thanks for helping our buddy out like I'm fucking poor. Like, thanks for helping out our buddy with, his, with, with the cab. Uh, oh it'd be really God. cool. It'd be really cool if you can come on the steel cage sometime. Guess what's got hold it? Well, I know. So show everyone. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I, I I sent you the picture. Yeah. So you don't have it? Uh, okay, no, there you go. Blocked by Scott Hall. As soon as you get off the plane, you see that you've <laughs> blocked. You're like, so what did I do? Blocked by Scott for, for nothing, for, uh, for, abs <laughs> for doing nothing but leaving a voice note to these idiots that I'd been in the, in the cab with him. So oh my God. fast forward. It's not the end of the story. Or it should be because that's, 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 that's a good way to end it. But the, it gets funnier than this because... If we fast forward two years, I see Scott Hall in a um, in a, in a hotel at the Ritz Carlton Golf Club, Orlando, which is where they were staying. Where For another I, mania. I was, yeah. So I I see him, and I for some reason I just think, oh, two years. He's got you know those. He's he's probably a lot of people come up to him. Sure. He, he's not going to exactly remember me, even though I always look the same. So I goes, hey, Scott, do you mind, like, uh, if my kid gets a picture? He's like, no, 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 cool, 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 cool. He goes, so he throws up one picture like that. Uh-huh. And he throws up the second picture like that. That's cool. No, sorry, vice versa. That's first. Yeah. That's second. He goes, one, two, three, your dad's a mark. He goes, <laughs> he goes one, two, three, say your dad's a mark. Like, and so he goes, because I think he's counting down to say cheese yeah, or sure. whatever. He goes, your dad's a mark. And he goes, and Austin is confused by it. He goes, my dad's a mark. He goes, <laughs> and then I was like, and then he started laughing. I goes, uh, 
He goes, oh, I, I really didn't think you were, I, I didn't think you remembered me. He goes, he goes, bro, he goes, like, first of all, I mean, there, there ain't too many, like, dark Jesus is walking around. And, se- and he goes, and second of all, I don't really get in cabs of many marks. He goes, and he went, uh, he went gambling, he went gambling podcast, right? Gambling podcast. Oh, I was like, shit, no, I was, yeah. like, I, was like, I was like, that part's serious. I goes, I was on the gambling podcast. I said, and I went, and then I lied again. And I went, and I go on to their podcast to talk about betting on wrestling. I said, <laughs> I had a, I had a section on their show. He goes, he goes, nah, dude, I, cool, cool. I'm just ribbing you. He goes, I'm just ribbing you. He goes, I just wanted you to know that I was serious. Like that I'd seen what that I'd seen it. And I do, and it, when I wasn't like a cool of any mark shit, I was like, Jesus. I was like, um, I was like, well, you know, this is what happened. He goes, bro, 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 don't worry, don't worry. He goes, he goes, that your boy. He goes, your boy got anything for me to sign? I was like, yeah. He goes, tell me what you got to sign. So Austin gets that one thing. He goes, what about that? He goes, I was a uh, Intercontinental champ. He goes, I was Intercontinental champ. You want me to sign that for you? Austin's like, yeah. He goes, uh, if you open up your program there, I'm in there as well. If you go to like WrestleMania 10, I was in a ladder match. He's like, have you ever seen a ladder match? And he was like, really, real personable. First, like he was down on his like knees going through the bag, like, he goes, I'll sign this, I'll sign that. And the main thing he wanted to sign was this DVD. And I've got, let me bring it, i got it out over here. Well, I had it out and I put it away. Um, the main thing he signed was this, uh, was this DVD we had. Yeah. Which you can actually, you can see but it. he was real sure. concerned. He was like, oh, you sure I should sign this with a silver pen? He goes, because I'm going to be around a while. Like, you know, because when you see like a celebrity and they say, oh, you know, you might see me again later. Yeah, poof, go it's away. Like you go, no, no, no. It's, it, it was like, you know, I'm going to be around a while. you got some time to get a black pen, gold pen, whatever. Um, and he was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. He, come, he, so he signed it on there. And then as he leaves, he goes, if you're looking, uh, if your boy's looking to meet up with some of the other guys, they mainly hang around the pool. Hmm. He goes, to go out there to pool. I goes, yeah, it's fine. I've, I've been staying here anyway. He's like, all right, cool, guys. And then he comes back to the bar. He goes, Hey, how's that signature looking? That's, I mean, that's awesome and that he, he like, would even give a I, shit, you know? And he, and he come over and looked at him and he goes, oh, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. He goes, right, cool, guys. See you later. Mm. Too sweet. And all this to my kid. Yeah. And I walked off. Like, to give a shit, to, I mean, sure. to give a shit to that point, that is complete understanding. Like, obviously, I've gone down a whole thing of, oh, I'm not a mark and all this kind of stuff. But then to come back and to, to do that, like, he completely understands this fan base. Yeah. As much as I say I'm not that, I'm still the guy that had the the Scott Hall Blu-ray in my bag in case I yeah. ran into. Did he sign a Scott Hall or Razor? Scott Hall, okay. I got it. Yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, he he wasn't like pissed off. I think he, you know the the whole block thing was just because you know it was a case of me saying yeah. not mentioning you that. not mentioning the wrestling. Yeah, shit, and, yeah. and had I been on a wrestling podcast. I don't think that whole cab ride is happening. No. So no. I think that's an all, but, but I mean, he was not bothered about it two years later at all, but it was just funny the way he like no sold it and waited for my kid to get into the second pitch. He was like, yeah, to actually goes, lay a bust goes, you on it. Shit. He goes, all right. He goes, now say your dad's a mark. I can imagine you uh, like a deer in the headlights once he says it too. <laughs> like, I just laughed. Uh, I laughed <laughs> and I just go, I didn't think you recognized me. He goes, bro, like, you look like a dark Jesus. Like, <laughs> how am I going to So, all right. Well, there's our Scott Hall remembrance. Uh, 
R.I.P. to the bad guy. One of my all-time favorites. I loved him to death. He was fun. Uh, I first knew him, obviously, as Razor Ramon. I didn't know Diamond Stud. I didn't watch all WCW at all back before that stuff. So he was all new to me as Razor. Uh, one of the best vignettes ever, his whole series of vignettes, where he was coming in, spitting the apple in people's faces, you know, where Carlito stole his, <coughs> and clearing the tables, all that kind of good stuff. So uh, let's get into what everyone is here for, the main event. We have multiple layers of news for everyone, and we will go down the list. Um, one of them is about... Alexa Bliss. Now, it's funny because on my well, show... Well, yeah. Don't, don't spoil the show for me because I haven't listened to it. Oh, I won't. I, I'm not going to spoil any, any on my show. Now, I have the Miss Lingus contest where it's like March Madness and all the people who wanted to vote that either watched this show, listened to my show, they all tweeted us and wrote in and then we had ballots sent out. So we had the Miss Lingus 2022. It's been six years that we've done every year, and there's a bracket. This time we pulled names out of hats for who went against who, and uh, we did this, and this is on my feed. Just look up Lingus Mafia Podcast. You will see it, and it is titled 2022 Miss Lingus slash Cavs Bachelor Party because we were all together uh, at the hotel. Security got called during the show, so that's something to hear, too. <laughs> What goes on? Uh, multiple people throwing up during the show. So it's, and that's not because Nia Jax was on the board, Billy. So now, go ahead. Now, I wasn't on the show. No. But I did do my annual homework for this. Okay. And God forbid, I'm not going to sit here and spend an hour on doing something and not no, read yeah. out what okay. I wrote. Okay. So, so my odds for this tournament mm -hmm. were uh, I had Mandy Rose as a strong, strong, like, even money plus 100 favorite. Okay. So that's a favorite where you put 100 down to win 100. That's how certain I was she was going to win. My write up was I'm always a big proponent of giving a diva a character and personality and letting the fans get drawn in. This is why Sasha has been over appreciated for years. No boobs, strange face, but she's the hottest <laughs> but she's the hottest woman in the world for the marks. This year, Mandy carried herself as the sexiest woman in the world, and she already had the Trish Stratus looks to begin with. She's my runaway favorite for this year's winner. All right, second favorite, two to one, plus 200. Liv Morgan, I wrote. This really should have been on your show, by the way. Um, Liv Morgan. I'm going to steal some of this and put it on the show. Go ahead. All right. She's always going to be there or thereabouts for ling Lingus Files, which is why I call Cab's pedophile audience. <laughs> there you um, go. <laughs> Lingus Files. She's always going to be there or thereabouts for the Lingus Files. Like Bliss, even though I'm personally not a fan of that little girl look. Liv Morgan and Anna Jay have undoubtedly the prettiest faces that we have on the list. However, Liv has much more exposure being in the WWE, and, it's, and she rightfully edges out Bliss in the list for the teeny cosplay choice, as Bliss has had a horrible year. Okay. Number three. Is a bliss. Is Alexa bliss. Three on plus three hundred. Three to one. Last year's winner, but we need to end the competition if she wins again. A horrible year where she was dressed as a little girl zombie with zero TNA to compensate. A vote for bliss is a vote for who bliss was before. All right, number four, Carmella. Five to one plus five hundred US odds. Carmella is an easy one. She's a slutty, big-titted bimbo stripper 
you blow all your money on and then think about fucking when you get home. And then you find she's actually fucking her clients for $1,000 a night to fund her addiction to drugs and high fashion. And she's an easy fact. She's an easy fantasy to relate to. Therefore, she's an easy person to vote for. And finally, the person who I did a write up for in the top five was Sasha Banks, seven to one, plus seven hundred. Weird face, no tits, but every man wants wants her to spin on their dicks. It's hard to work out if it's wholly down to the boss character and everything that comes with it, slash movement, attitude, etc. Or whether there is an X factor that Sasha has where you can cannot pan, cannot pinpoint the reasoning behind the fascination. But one thing is for sure, Sasha is going to get a fair share of votes, just not enough to win it. So that was my write-ups for the top five. Okay, now what I'm going to tell you is the placement of... I'm going to tell you the bracket, and then I'm going to have you pick your way through it. Um, but not tell you the real answer. You will have to listen to the show to hear because... I think that is where the only problem would be is you don't know who's going against who in the beginning. So maybe if once you hear the bracket, maybe you change your mind on certain things. Um, so let me tell you the bracket, and I want you to just tell me your winners, and we'll move on, and you will have your winner overall of who you think. Yeah, by next week I would have listened, and yeah. so will hopefully everyone else because the voting part's done. So all you got to yeah. do is listen to the uh, – the Bachelor show. Okay, here is uh, the first bracket. It's Cora Jade versus Bliss. Who goes on? Oh, uh, Bliss. Okay. You have Kayla versus Mandy. Mandy. Aaliyah versus Maurice. I like Maurice. Maurice, yeah. Gigi versus Sasha. Oh. See, Gigi wasn't in my top five because yeah. I don't think enough people are watching NXT. Mm -hmm. I think Sasha wins, but for me, I would I'd go Gigi. Who do you want to pick? Gigi. All right. Now, here's the other side of the bracket, first round. Tay Conte versus Liv. Liv. Carmella versus Anna Jay. Oh, my God. That's like the ultimate, like, <laughs> one's really pretty and one's, like, just the bang. What's funny is I consider the other side AFC and this side NFC. I don't think the NFC what's, is as filled. What's crazy is if I had the the pencil yep. in wrestling, I could write such a good character for Anna Jay. Like if you could give her some character development, some personality, she'd win this, she'd win this easily. Like she's real pretty. Walk, in, walk into a bar, she's head and shoulders like above everybody else. Mm -hmm. But I'm gonna go with the stripper. I'm gonna go with Carmella. Carmella. Uh, Julia Hart versus Penelope. And Julia Hart Penelope. got in over Dana. Remember, they all voted, and it was like yeah, buried. Penelope. Okay, Penelope. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Queen Zelina. Oh, I love Becky, but I didn't put her in my top five because I did to do proper odds. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Becky. Okay, Becky. All right, now going to the other bra bracket. Now it is Bliss versus Mandy. Mandy. Maurice versus Gigi. Gigi. All right, other side. Liv versus Carmella. Carmella. Uh, Penelope versus Becky. Oh, I, I I like Becky for some reason. Okay. Like I know I know it's not gonna. That's not solely down to looks. Sure. Um, 
to go to the finals, Mandy versus Gigi. I have no idea. I think I think just about Gigi, just about Gigi for me. Like just because it's too easy to pick Matt. Mandy's too like, oh, that's a girl. She's in a porno. Like you know, she's one of the most. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like perfect. Uh, Carmela Becky. Carmela, I think. No, yes, Carmela. All right, so your final is Gigi versus Carmella. Who wins? Carmella. Okay. Now you'll all have to listen to the show to see if he was right and how that broke. Well, no, that's not, that's that won't be right. The, well, the, this the is his final, voting. The, sure. The real final is uh, the real final is Liv Mandy, right? So. Okay. I'll write that down. So. Mandy. Okay, that is Billy's guess that it comes down to that, Liv they're, Mandy. they're on the opposite. So they're on the opposite sides, right? Yes, they're on the opposite sides. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, that's fun talking about uh, the hottest women in professional wrestling. That is at Lingus Mafia, if you want to do. So, going on to uh, the three-time winner, uh, Alexa Bliss. As mm -hmm. we don't tell the results of the latest, she could be four. Uh, she wants out of wrestling. And I don't blame her for what they're doing with this character at this point. Yeah, there's, there's nothing there's there's nothing for her. Like so she went across to Saudi to do that elimination chamber match. Mm -hmm. and, and she got not... cured and she's the same thing. She didn't change. Yeah, exactly. And she's she's not on the mania card. They don't want to use her in a tag match because they can't go back to putting her in a tag team because it puts the whole issue in terms of breaking it up. Yeah. Yet they're putting all these tag teams in it. Um, they just got in Baszler and Natalia, and yeah. I still think they're going to even make it a five-way because I still feel, or I'm hearing that, they're going to get the Scottish team on of Dewdrop and um, Nikki Ash. That they're going to try and forge oh, those two together and get them on too. So for her now not, not to be there means literally that she's the, the only high-profile woman not on WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. There, There is a problem there. Um, she's asked for a release before. She's had a problem with the stalkerish nature of some of the fan base that she has. Mm. So I feel that she's looking for a break, not a move to AEW, obviously, or a, or a permanent. Like, she's marrying a multimillionaire too. She didn't really have, now she could be like, I'm just going to go try to act. And I don't even care if I get the role because I don't need to, she has her money as well. So. Yeah. But I think there's that part of it where you just always want to want to do something for me. A lot of that, that's a lot of the reason why I even like show face on YouTube and whatnot, because I was on television for a while. So just keep yourself like out stay, there a little bit. Yeah. I always like to stay like semi connected. Uh, obviously this is a big drop down from, from the TV shows that I did, but um, you, you know, all the numbers wanna... added up to like 35,000 views last week or two weeks ago from this show. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, so my... it's getting viewed. Yeah, well, I mean, I had eight point six million. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a slight drop, but um, but yeah, I mean, the the point when you get a taste for it, I don't think you want to, unless you're. It's very it's very, it's very um, rare that you're a type of person that wants the limelight mm -hmm. and then you just don't want it at all. 
Like for me, like I will never like not want people, somebody to not know my name. I will sure. never not want somebody to turn around and go, Oh, I listened to this thing you did, which was great. Or, you know, sometimes with these, this fan base, it's, Oh, you're fucking terrible. Like go away. Like, like Monty Brown. Just, just, I'm surprised. Just do the news. To the guys that are like, just do the news. Just read the just news. Give, you know what? And all the clips will be out there. Hughes, you'll have all your clips. So if you don't like this whole entire show, then the people who like this show will watch the show. If they don't, you know, you watch know I'm, not getting, I'm not getting paid anymore to do a show. For all like, little, the, oh. the, the, the Scott Hall story and whatnot that people will complain about. Like, I don't get paid anymore. If this is like two hours or or two minutes, I'll be getting paid the same, yeah. the same money. So, and this goes, like, we like to broadcast also on the Dirty Sheets um, with shows, too. So, um, But, yeah, with, with Bliss, I said the only thing I, I always hold out hope for things that I know aren't going to happen and, like, oh, it would be great. Like, your fantasy book in your head, right? And I'm like, oh, it'd be so great if out of the she came out at WrestleMania and you're not expecting anything and she just said, he's back. And then the Fiend showed up. Oh, come on. Get him back. He's not signed anywhere. Bring him back. Bring him back, man. It was like entertaining as hell and interesting, everything. And that's gone. Well, I mean, when uh, me and Russo were talking to him, in a in a conversation, and um, talking to who? The theme, like to talking to Bray Wyatt. Oh, you and guys were in a conversation. Like, I didn't even know. Yeah, and okay. he said he wasn't gonna. He said after he left, he wasn't going into. He wasn't gonna work anywhere for wrestling. He was gonna go into acting, which is what he tried to do. So me and Russo, me and Russo knew that before beforehand. Now I got a question for you that's not even on these notes for bullet points. Uh-huh. What's up with Elias? Oh, I have no idea. No clue, huh? No. He was going to do the Macho Man thing, and Vince, like, hated it, so he pulled him off. (laughs) It's the craziest. (laughs) It's so crazy, man. Okay, let's get on to another one. Um, This isn't exactly on these notes. It's it's an Austin story, but adding to this, do they still not know if he's going to just have a brawl or actually a match or... He's going to be on the KO show and just, I mean, he can't come on the KO show and have an interview. He would walk into the ring and they would just start fist fighting. So, I I mean, it would make no sense. Obviously, what they would do, I think, is have him on the KO show and he would be asked questions and they build up to fighting right then and there. But it would make no sense that he just wouldn't walk into the ring and start fist fighting. I don't know if he's going to be having an interview at all. I think he may just go in, he may just walk into the ring and start fighting mm. and, and and brawl around the arena and whatnot. So yeah, this has changed a this has changed a lot from from the initial the initial thing where it was Steve Austin was going to main event the show. Um, that was what was penciled in, and he would main event. Um, they, they wanted him to main event in Texas and and set up a comeback. Uh, to which Steve Austin. Steve Austin's feet started to get cold when the word main event started to be thrown around because that's not where he wanted to be. So it's very like, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there about how Austin was difficult to work with and he didn't want to work with Jeff Jarrett and he didn't want to lose to Brock Lesnar and all this kind of stuff. But he didn't, he also didn't want to take Ronda and Charlotte's main event because he has a relationship with, um, with Ric Flair and Charlotte Flair. And, mm. and he, he just said, I don't, I'm not going to be, in the main event, it's bad enough. I have to wrestle. It's bad enough. Like I'm going to, you know, come back and wrestle. And then I'm going to be in the main event. So 
this kind of worked in terms of scaling back. Well, if you're not going to wrestle, then you know, then if I'm not if if you don't need if I'm not going to wrestle now, then you know I, I could just go and do the brawl and we can call it a KO show. Then nobody's going to be critiquing it. I mean, it's very odd because being in Steve Austin's position, and you're looking at these this this fan base and like the Meltzers and all that, and you don't want to be scrutinized by them. Like you, you Steve Austin, you should really be able to do what you want. But when you look at this current roster and how the business has evolved, I think from Steve Austin's position, he doesn't want to be put in that bracket in terms of, oh, did Steve Austin have the worst match of the night? Or Steve Austin had a two-star match on his comeback or whatever. So he's like sort of trying to do the same thing without adding a pinfall to it, without having any like judgment to it being a match, and without actually having to um, go on last. So he doesn't go on last. He doesn't pin any of the new talent and he doesn't get judged in terms of it being an actual match. Other other roadblocks that we hit along the way were the fact that Austin didn't want to return to Jacksonville to build up the match and he feels like the, the initial pop should be mm. the one. And, um, and, and that, that is among the numerous snags that we've had. The one consistent thing that we've had from the beginning is that Steve Austin agreed to do this before Christmas and Steve Austin trains to be physically involved. The physical element, and this being a talk show, and this being a physical brawl, that was already determined. Whether it be labelled a match with a one, two, three or not, that's the only grey area and where it goes on the card. But for Steve Austin, he's won out in terms of his three preferences. I don't want to be on television to build up this match. I don't want to go on last, and I don't want to pin anybody for a three count so this is an actual match that we build up to. So he seems to be winning at every point, yet it is nothing to do with being in shape because my understanding is this. Steve Austin is not under the wellness policy, and I want everybody to remember that because Steve Austin, from what I've been told, doesn't even look remotely like he's under the wellness policy. Like wow. He looks better than when he actually wrestled. So <laughs> when Cav was worried that he wasn't going to be able to see his body because um, Cav really wanted to see him go topless, like he is, I I'm pretty certain he's going to go topless. <laughs> okay, we had the Miss Lingus, but uh, it's Austin who's going topless. Great. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna look not he's gonna look like he's not under the wellness policy. He's gonna look like he's training for a comeback, and he's certainly not gonna look fifty seven. Like I know this from everyone I've spoken to that he has been seriously training, and he's juiced to fuck. So okay, um. Usually we always get a new like KO Mania shirt, which are real fun to see because he mocks. I don't know if you would say mock, but he copies the the logo that was Mania each year and going up. Have you heard anything about this? Uh, yeah, I've seen one? it. Yeah, I've seen it. We're up to WrestleMania six, and uh, on this T-shirt, Austin is the is the is is Hulk Hogan, and Kevin Owens is Warrior. So he doesn't and put his start... face on both though. No, not this time. Okay. Okay. Not from what I've seen. And the thing is, is they've gone this time with the whole, like, um, literally, he sellotaped over. So you can see Owens' body, the Warriors' oh, wow. arms. Warriors' arms. Oh, that's like funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the final, the, the final design um, from, I don't know if I've seen the final design, but the one I saw had Steve Austin in place of the, um, in place of Hulk Hogan. Is it just uh, Austin's head on Hogan ripping the shirt, or is it like Austin standing there? 
Oh, I don't remember. I know it's Owens has got his Kevin Owens stuff on and it's Warrior's arm sticking out. That's um, I, I imagine it's it's Austin just glued over Hogan. You know, I see. I think it'd be funny if it was Austin's face doing the Hogan tearing of the shirt off. That'd be great. Um, I don't know. It, it, was this sent to you by uh, somebody you you know or? Like, yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Cody Rhodes. Now, there's a couple questions here. Uh, you have some information about his entrance. I'm worried that you're going to tell me this is the entrance for WrestleMania, and I don't want him at WrestleMania. He's at WrestleMania, yeah. Uh, come, he's, show he's, up the next day, damn it. And you know what? This Rollins going, I have nobody to wrestle, and he's all angry. Didn't almost just say, anybody who has the balls, I'll wrestle you at WrestleMania. There you go. Go ahead. Go well, Omos looks like he's facing Bobby Lashley. And okay. that that is... Uh, see, people turn around, and they're like, oh, I thought this was going to happen, and that was going to happen. It's like, well, you know, they've come full circles exactly what I said. Now... This was supposed to be, at one point, what they were looking at for the championship match on the show when they were going to go with the two titles. Um, but now, obviously, it's not. But they still had the match in mind. Mm -hmm. And Lashley now is able to come back and do it. I mean, almost his other match, other, the other thing they had in mind for him was just to go and fight against um, Commander Aziz. But when they blew that up, when they yeah. blew that off on television, it was obvious they were getting a new opponent, which looks like it's going to be Lashley. As for Seth Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins has been tied in with Cody for a while. Yeah. Um, the only issue with that was is that who goes who goes over? Uh, can Rollins take these losses if he's going to be feuding with Roman at some point in the future? I think they've decided that they'll probably distance Rollins from uh, from Reigns for a while until this is pretty much. Um, you know, distant memory. And in this current climate with the amount of television you have, I think four or five weeks after beating Cody, after losing to Cody Rhodes, Rollins is fresh again anyway. I mean, and the build-up to this is shit because he's just been losing to everybody trying to get on the WrestleMania cards. So I don't think one more loss is going to hurt him, but that's the plan. Uh, Cody, Cody Seth, Cody wins. Does this and, announce uh, before Mania or is he going to go to Mania going, I'm not leaving until I have a match and then boom. Well, it's it's on a list of things I didn't actually ask actually to be honest with you, but it's on a list of matches that I got and posted on my Patreon over a week ago, um, and um, oh I actually go to this Vince McMahon story next because it does it connects to this okay. as I'm talking about my Patreon anyway, but yeah just just to let you know that Cody Rhodes is expected to have a Triple H like entrance like a big deal entrance for Cody, and they're going to be keeping a lot of the AEW stuff where it's not going to be a case of um, they're going to change his name and change yeah. his look and change a lot of the stuff he does. Like a lot, it's going to be kind of like, hey, we took this guy from AEW. Is it going to be the American not, Nightmare still, do you know? Uh, I, I don't know the specifics. All I know is that the changes are like minimalistic. Um, so talking about this, when this was on my Patreon, this Cody Seth story uh, back in March the 13th, and it was under the story of Patreon exclusive bizarre McMahonism reveals WrestleMania plans. Now, did I ever post this in the group chat? I don't know. I don't go to the group chat, as you know. Uh, <laughs> I haven't right, checked you'll the group chat in ages. You'll laugh. You'll laugh about this. Okay. You'll, you'll laugh about this because you're. I know you like this. Um, you find this stuff funny. So, a weird McMahonism 
was noticed in a WrestleMania update document that went out to various WWE staffers, such as the marketing department. In the document, McMahon outlined that the WWE have now announced all of their headline matches for WrestleMania, and the main focus in the final weeks would be to get as many deserving superstars on the card as possible, along with developing the personality of the key matches already announced. A source explained that what we call the build-up and storyline of the match, Vince McMahon calls the personality. Wow. This and, is... this, it, and, this, and that this information PDF was not the first time he'd seen the term used. Um, so as things stand, according to various sources, the current plan for WrestleMania 38 was, and this is the information at the time, it was Logan Paul, Miz versus Mysterios, Drew versus Corbin, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus the Usos, Balor versus Priest, Rollins versus Cody, Bianca versus Becky, Kevin Owens show, and Rousey versus Flair. That's supposed to be night one. Night two is New Day versus Sheamus, Ridge Holland, and Butch, which is cancelled. Yeah because of the, the injuries. Uh, Omos versus Commander Aziz, which is now Omos Lashley. McAfee Theory, Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Uh, Edge, AJ, um, Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley versus Naomi versus Sasha versus Queen Zelina and Carmella versus Natalia and Shayna Baszler. And uh, now I think it's going to be versus the, the Scottish sisters, the Scottish fatties. Um, RK Bro versus Street Profits versus Alpha, Alpha Academy. And it also says versus TBC. And um, then a unification match between Edge and Brock. Uh, between Brock and Reigns, sorry. Hmm. But yeah, that, what do you think of that? Like the this per- is like has- this it's is not, medical it's not facility. The build up, we must never call it the build-up again. <laughs> the it's the personality of the match. The match has to have a personality to it. A little fee- I wonder when this started because he, this is new. How does he change his no, way after 70 no, years? No, 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 this is old. This is, this is like 20, 30 years old. Oh, really? And, just, and I'm the first person to say it. Wow. It, like it has never gotten out that he has said this is personality of the Dude, match. when I said this on the K- K100 show, Disco and Shona were like, oh, that's so great. That makes so much sense. And Disco's like, because it is the personality of the match. Disco was like, because it is. That's exactly, that's a great way of explaining it. I was like, dude, that's not the point. The point is, is that this company has existed forever. Yeah. This is the 30... 30- Eighth WrestleMania, and this is the first time we've ever heard that Vincent Man calls the build-up <laughs> the personality of the match. Like, how is and it's not really about whether you think that's that it makes sense or not. It's like how crazy it's is just that? Weird that, to even come up with that name for that. Yeah, he, 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 in an actual document to the WWE guys, he turned around and up said, "We are now focusing on working on the personality of these matches." Oh wow. And uh, it, <laughs> So, um, going back to that Cody thing for a second, my my thought is, I don't want Cody showing up beforehand on Raw. At least, like I I don't want this match at all. I I rather him show up on uh, Monday, uh, after Mania, for a big thing. And um, I I'm thinking that Seth comes out to even start Mania the first day and says, I'm not allowing Mania to even go on until I'm having a match on Mania. 
Which is so funny because, I mean, it's it's so stupid because anyone who interferes gets into mania. So I was like, just interfere with Brock and Roman. You'll get a title match. Go ahead. Who cares? This is this is how they get in. Sonya goes, I like your your guts. You guys are in yeah, the title I, match. It's like, what is this? I think they should do that. I think they should turn around and do that. I think that's how mania should start. Like, the match, the first match doesn't start. Rollins is there hijacking WrestleMania. Yeah, and, and I'm not like, leaving. Yeah. Instead, I feel like they're probably going to do that on Raw instead. I think, I think it's going to be like there's no there's going to be no Monday Night Raw, mm. and then Cody's going to be there just to sell some tickets because For one the WrestleMania ti- yeah. the WrestleMania tickets are not good. The sales are, are, are not strong. They still haven't sold out the minimum con- the minimum configuration for any night. The minimum just, hasn't been sold. Well, the minimum well, the minimum is what is what they basically they have building plans for sixty thousand, seventy thousand, eight. What you know. What, what what they're going to put there, whether it be signage, extra TVs, because they can make it look like, hey, we didn't want people to sit there. Yeah, because, they can put those TV screens we, from COVID yeah. up on the top row, sure. Yeah, because we wanted this TV or we wanted this back. Like, that actually looked pretty cool if they did that, like the whole upper deck in by the camera side, all those TVs, and you could have the logos and all that kind of stuff on them. That'd be interesting. So there is a lot of like freebies being chucked around at the moment. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, they need to get to 60,000 on each night to have the minimum configuration of the stadium. Um, that, I mean, they're almost there for, for night two, but between night two and night one, there's like, there's only, there's only three, 4,000 difference. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not a big deal. Um, one thing you will see tonight after WrestleMania is going to be Gabe Stevenson. I think that's going to be the night that he debuts. He's going to completely miss NXT. And he's going to move over to Monday Night Raw. You know, th- here was a uh, a horrible theory I had with <laughs> just because this is what they do and make no rhyme or reason. Veer is doing this. I'm coming for since October, right? And I say he finally like they've gone sour on him, and they go, maybe this is a bad idea. How do we get out of this? He makes his debut, and I was like, Cody's his opponent, and just beats him in a second. You never see him again. <laughs> Or Gabe, Gabe Stevenson. Now that's what I'm thinking. I go, Gabe will show up. <laughs> Just beat Veer and be done with him. Right. Oh, God. Uh, last thing you have is about UK pay-per-view. Yeah, so WrestleVotes confirmed a story that I released, I think, so long ago. I may even have been with Russo. But there's a UK pay-per-view on September the 3rd. Um, now, this is going to take a long time to explain. So what I'm going to do, is I'm going to start next week with the story. Okay. Um, there's, there's, this is, there's no danger, fingers crossed, of this <laughs> leak. And if you think there is, if you think there is, go to thedirtysheets.com, which is my Patreon, and for $5 a month, you can get all of this news first. Um, and Dave Meltzer's charging ten ninety nine for the wrong shit. <laughs> whereas, whereas for me, you'll get the, the news first, you'll get some free bets, Obviously, if you upgrade to a higher package, you'll get all the betting picks for WrestleMania. But if you want to read this story this week, go over there. In fact, I'll do one, but I'm going to release the story in audio form. So I could sometimes I do stories in audio, so I can really talk about it over there. Um, yeah, this is a big story because it really complicates the unified title situation picture a lot. And um, yeah, so if you can wait a week, this will be my opening story next week. Otherwise, um, we have a Mania show next yeah, week too. What's that? It will have a mania show next week. Uh, we'll be yeah, yeah. So this is why, this is why I don't want to. I hope a whole host of stories don't come around. Yeah. Um. I mean, this this is two weeks worth because 
last week we couldn't get it together because your bachelor party and whatnot. But um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm reluctant to sit on anything because of the whole, you know, Things the whole thing out. with Steve. Yeah. The whole thing with Steve Austin not having a match was was something that mm-hmm. I sat on. And I'm the, did I sit on Undertaker Hall of Fame? No, I didn't. I think I said that. Didn't I? No, you said that one. Um, what's interesting is most likely we will have a. Uh, a third man. Who's the third man? <laughs> That's what we're going to have next week in honor of uh, Scott Hall. Uh, most likely there will be a third man. He's watching this now. So get back to me and uh, let me know if you are on because he was all up for it when I talked to him. He's another guy who is hated just like Billy is. And uh, it'll be interesting to have him on. He has a podcast and stuff like that. And most of you probably know who he is, but we won't tell you. Who's coming on? Uh, what do you want to plug away, Billy, before we get out? Well, where's the Dirty Sheets? The the Dirty Sheets. Let me just... Uh, can we do that? Can we type it in here? I don't know. Do TheDirtySheets.com? That's right, yeah. Yeah, go there. And then uh, that that's linked right to your Patreon? It is, but I can't... That's no, okay. that is my Never Patreon. That, <laughs> I... We when were trying the, to do this on... before, where we changed the name of the thing on the screen. Yeah, but I did it. I, I did it before, but I because I haven't been on for a couple of days. Yeah. A couple. Of, I've forgotten how to. I can't uh, do it on mine because it's iPad. So I can change the layout. Yeah, there you go. So that's it. Uh, that doesn't do anything. All right, Patreon.com um, or your uh, thedirtysheets.com is your Patreon, and the uh, dirtysheets.com is my Patreon at K100. At at K100 Informer. Fucking hell! I was moaning about how this gave me a lisp. Now it's just giving me like the inability the to fucking speak today. Like starting work. I'm dying to see uh, if you have a lisp on this show. It'll be interesting. No, no. Um, at K100 Informer is my wrestling Twitter. At LockBetting.com is my betting Twitter. And at LockBetting uh, at LockBetting.com, LockBetting.com is where you can get all of my betting picks. This month is going to be a 106 month in a row of profit. So we're two months away from being able to say we haven't lost a single month in nine years. Um, I, I still worry when it's unbelievable because we had a bad start to this month. If I bring up my spreadsheet, um, we started this month bad and I worry like, you know, if, if my service loses a month, I'll be, and let's say I lose next month, I'll be able to say I won for 106, 106 months in a row. Yeah. But like I had, and I, before I had a losing, before I had one losing month. I feel like when that losing month happens, you're gonna get hammered. I'm gonna lose like I'm gonna lose like a bunch of people, because, dude, like I swear, at the start of this month, I started after on April the fifth, right? Mm-hmm. After after April on April the fifth, I was three hundred and seventy five pounds down mm. after five days, which is you mean March? Around about, yeah, March. Okay. Sorry, which is around about five hundred and fifty dollars. I now. Currently, one thousand three hundred and fifty-one pound up at this point in time, which means since that point where we were losing that money in the last twenty days, I've made one thousand seven hundred and twenty-six pounds as a comeback. So I was three hundred and seventy-five pound down. Loads of guys started sending me texts going, "Oh, hey, dude, I'm leaving the service for a Jeez. bit because, like, you know." I've got like uh, things coming up at work, and I'm not gonna. I'm gonna be too busy to gamble and like blah blah blah. 
And now it's like 1,726 pounds in the last 20 days, which is like, oh, which is nearly two and a half thousand dollars. Well, it's, so, it means they got to bet everything that you're saying. Like when people probably don't understand, they think like just one bet is going to win or something. It's like if you bet everything that is told the entire month, you will be ahead by the end of that month. That's what that means. Yeah, but it also means that like this, like this service, if this service ever did lose a month, mm -hmm. like that would be no reason not to sign up and it, or, or, to, mm. or to leave. But, but especially after having a bad five days, people are like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm done. Like, yeah. And I can understand years. where people are like, ah, you know, when, I mean, they're not betting the amount of money, you know, that kind of thing where you're like, I'm giving myself this allowance. And then they lose it and they go, oh, well, I can't keep chasing. You know, that's all that comes down. And plus, Mania is coming up where you're going to have uh, those betting packages. They're going to be at lockbetting.com and they're going to be at thedatasheets.com. So over at thedatasheets.com, uh, the combat pack for wrestling and UFC is just $40 a month. You'll get WrestleMania with that or at lockbetting.com. Uh, the top package for all sports is $125 a month, which gets you everything. But if you're just looking to bet on WrestleMania, then just head over to the Dirty Sheets, get that, get those uh, get those spoilers, the spoiler info as well. You also giving um, individual games packages, like if they tweet you, you charge them a certain amount for like, they just want to bet yeah, on yeah, one yeah. game. So, yeah, yeah, not one game, but at this point in the month, as we're hitting the 26th of March, um, what I do do is, um, is give like day packages mm -hmm. for 20 bucks. So if you want to get like a whole day of play, um, either on either over the weekend, if you want to get Saturday stuff or Sunday stuff, just shoot me uh, $20 over to PayPal and I'll give you the whole day of action for, for, for that $20. But yeah, I mean, we're coming up close to April the 1st. So let me plug it again. Lockbetting.com. Uh, 106 months in a row of profit, which is, is what it's about to be, providing we don't have a monumental design. Look, we're not even going to bet enough money for this to be a losing month. We're not actually going to bet enough to actually make this a losing month. So we can already say 106 months in a row in the bank already. Uh, if you want to go see my nonsense, it's all patreon.com slash Lingus Mafia. Just search Lingus Mafia podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And there are wrestling shows on there too. If you guys just want to hear wrestling stuff where we bust balls and, uh, you'll have to hear it to know it. Uh, I'm Kev Manning. Who's Kev? That's Billy Body. We'll see you next week.